Have you ever joined a group or a community, or maybe started a new job, and they just threw you in, expecting you to know how things work? That's what it's like for your new email subscribers. They sometimes feel like they've been dropped into an ongoing conversation, and they aren't quite sure how to get caught up. In episode 72 of Just One Simple Thing, you'll learn how to create a simple email welcome series to develop a relationship with your new subscribers and get them engaged. Let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Hey friends, I'm so glad you're here with me because in this episode, we're going to talk about one of the first things you need to do to keep your email subscribers engaged, and that's to create a welcome series. Plus, we're going to outline a simple welcome series so you can easily get one set up. But first, let's think about why you need a welcome series. And there's three main reasons. One is that it introduces you and your message to your new audience member and develops your relationship with them. They may have joined your email list because of your super valuable freebie or opt-in that you offered, but they'll only stay on your list if they feel like they know you and that being part of your community will benefit them in some way. Number two is that it trains them to open your email, which teaches their email provider that your emails belong in their inbox, not in their spam or their promotions. And lastly, it weeds out unsubscribers, which increases deliverability of your main emails. Now, I know some people get their feelings hurt when someone unsubscribes from their list, but really, it's not such a bad thing. Let's face it, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea, so I'd rather people figure that out quickly and unsubscribe during the welcome series than to ignore or delete my weekly newsletters unopened. That just decreases the deliverability of my emails. So if they're going to unsubscribe, I'd rather them do it early during the welcome series than during my regular weekly emails. So the welcome series is an easy way to accomplish those three things. But before you start writing your welcome series, you need to know the goal of your specific series. What is the main thing you want readers to do when they complete your welcome series? Is it just simply to not unsubscribe because they've gotten to know you and know the value you're going to offer? Maybe you want them to read your blog posts or listen to your podcast. You want them to order your book, buy your products, or join your program. What is it that you want them to do? People are more likely to do what you want them to do if they know, like, and trust you. And that's the whole point of the email welcome series, to help them know, like, and trust you. 
So what does that welcome series look like? The logistics may be a little different depending on your email service provider, but here's how mine works. When someone comes to my website and signs up to receive a freebie, there's an automation that delivers them that opt-in freebie and then lets them know they'll be hearing from me again. At the end of delivering that freebie, my system then tags them to start the welcome series, which is a separate automation. This allows me to have multiple freebies all delivering their individual resource, but funneling people into one welcome series. The welcome series has four emails in it. It has the no email, and then two days later, it delivers the like email, and then two days later, it delivers the trust email, and then the last day it delivers the wrap-up or buy email. Once they have received that last email, they get tagged to move into my main email list for my weekly newsletters. Okay, so that's how the simple series works. I want them to get through the welcome series before they start receiving my weekly newsletters, and it takes them about a week to get through the series. So what exactly is in those, uh, well, So what exactly is in those welcome series emails? Okay, starting with the no email. This is all about who you are and what they can expect from you. What kind of content will you deliver? What types of problems do you solve? Why do you do what you do? Why does it matter? Why is it important? It also lets them know what they can expect from your emails, how often you'll send them, Are they encouraging, motivational, full of tips and ideas? Do you offer discounts? What can they expect from the emails they receive from you? It's similar to your about page. So you want to lean into why they would want to know you and why it matters to them, but also sharing some about yourself. Keep it light, positive, and encouraging. So it's a good experience for them in that first email of the sequence. The second email is the like email. This is where you demonstrate your style and your voice. Help them understand what is unique about you and make it highly relatable. You want them to feel like you understand their problems and that you have solutions for them. Include links to your most popular or most helpful blog posts or podcast episodes so they can hear the type of content that you deliver. The third email is the trust email. This is where you're going to show your experience and your expertise. This can be more personal and more transparent and where you can share more of your story. You can also include feedback and testimonials from other readers, clients, or students in order to build your credibility. And then the last email is a wrap-up or a buy email. This is an optional email and it can be standalone or included at the end of the trust email. But if you're going to ask them to buy something, it really should be separate. This is a gentle ask for what you want to happen next. It's where you can promote your products or your services, but no more than two. Like if you have a high-end program and a low-value product, maybe those two extremes, but not your entire range of what you offer if you offer multiple things. If you have multiple things, you can direct them to a resource page where they can learn more about what you offer. 
It's also where you can offer a discount. You can ask them to share with friends, um, that you can ask them to connect with you on social media or to join your free group. Whatever you want them to do, this is where you gently ask them to do it. So that is the basic sequence. Know, like, trust, and wrap up or buy. So let's wrap up here with a few tips for success for your email welcome series. First, be sure to let them know what to expect in the first email. I like to tell them you're going to receive an email every couple of days for the next few days so we can get to know each other. You also want to end each email with an opportunity to respond. So in my first email where I've talked about my dream and what I am trying to do, um, I ask them to share their dream with me because that's relevant to my content. Uh, In my second email where I'm sharing some of the solutions that I offer through free blog posts and podcast episodes, I ask them to tell me what their biggest struggles are. And I get a lot of response to both of those two emails. And I learn a lot about the people who are subscribing for my free offers and what additional services, products, and resources I can deliver to help them. You also want to leave a cliffhanger for the next email. So at the end of one email, you might say, In the next email, I'm going to answer the question I get asked most frequently. You want them to have in their mind another email is coming and it's going to have something really interesting that I want to read. So they'll be on the lookout for it and open it when it lands in their inbox. And also, if you already have an email list with a current group of subscribers and they didn't go through any kind of welcome series, Give them the opportunity to read your new series. Now, you don't have to force it on them or force them all through it. You can put a note in one of your email newsletters, something like, hey, I've just created a new welcome series to help new members of our community get to know me better. If you would like to receive those emails, click here. And then when they click here, it tags them and it starts the welcome series. So always as a courtesy, offer your existing subscribers anything new that you create that you're giving away for free. Leviticus 19:33 through 34 says, "Do not take advantage of foreigners who live among you in your land. Treat them like native-born Israelites and love them as you love yourself. Remember that you were once foreigners living in the land of Egypt." I think that's really good advice. I know that I've felt like a foreigner in a new space, and in those situations, I tend to hold back around the edges until I feel like I know, like, and trust the new people I'm around. So that's what you want from your email welcome series, to help your new subscribers go from foreigners to friends. Now, for your one simple action step, head over to my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, and grab your free welcome series planner. It's a handy worksheet that will help you map out your know, like, and trust emails before you start writing. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If this episode has been helpful, I'd be thankful for you to share it with a friend or leave an honest review wherever you're listening. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. 
With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.